What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Curtin Dillon, and it's finally time for the long-awaited prediction pod. Week. Oh my god, the first race week prediction pod of the season. I'm so excited. I don't know that my predictions are going to be as good as last year when I got the whole lineup to include Fernando Alonso on the podium. That might be the highlight of my career, and we probably should have stopped there. That was the mountaintop right there. That was the mountaintop. We peaked. Yeah, Yeah, it's funny. I actually went back and I was listening to one of those because those are pretty early on in the podcast. And it's crazy how those sound compared to our new ones. I should go back and do that. That would be really interesting. It is. It's funny. But yeah, man, this is a, there's not much really to go on on these predictions other than just part. vibes from testing. I know these are complete from the heart gut feelings on these. And Dude, so we'll you see. remember last year? It was so fun. Like, so I will admit for Kurt, I watched a couple episodes of Drive to Survive. And the first one is about yes. Aston Martin. And I had totally forgotten about Lance Stroll breaking his whittle wisps <laughs> like three weeks before the race. And no one even knew if he was going to make it to you know, to the race, let alone race. And they'd had, what's his name? Uh, Fittipaldi. Is it Fittipaldi that did all the preseason testing for Aston instead of Lance? Like Lance's first shot in the car was race week. Yeah, that's why. And everybody, like he came out and he did pretty well. He crushed it last year. It's probably the best race he's ever had. Uh, He should break his wrist more often. Maybe he should. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just, I'm so excited for this. Let's talk about last year. So we had Lance Stroll, broken Whittle Wiss, showed up, actually raced, was complaining about his race wrist the whole time. During Quali, almost didn't make it and ended up putting a blistering final lap in and made it into Q3 and ended up finishing the race P6, which was incredible. He also crashed into his teammate, Fernando Alonso, going into turn one and almost took them both out. (laughs) He almost ruined the dream before it started because that was when Fernando wound up on the podium last year. Everybody was like, holy crap, Aston Martin is actually fast. And Lance didn't like tap him. It was it was a healthy, healthy hit. They Um, were lucky to walk away unscathed on that one. And, you know, Max was off into the distance pretty quick and. We had Checo and Leclerc all racing, and, and we had some great racing between the Astons and the Mercedes. You know, Mercedes was pretty slow, and those Astons were faster than anyone expected. And we got to see some great racing between uh, Fernando and Lewis. Um, and Fernando ended up winning that out, and then he went and got signs. And he would have got Leclerc, but, you know, Ferrari got Leclerc first and <laughs> melted an engine. <laughs> Not a good way to start a season. That was a bad omen for Charles Leclerc. Was, and I remember thinking, I was like, well, at least he got this out of the way. At least he can't go much further down. And uh, that was not the case at all. That was just no. a poor sign. So hopefully for Charles Leclerc, he uh, makes he it finishes this race. This race. <laughs> Um, we had McLaren issues. I think Lando ended up doing about six pit stops and uh, just doing some more reconnaissance and testing for the car. Um, I was trying to remember because I watched a couple of videos yesterday on this. Was it this race or Jetta that I think it was this one that we had the steering wheel reboot for Oscar? It was this one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he DNF pretty early on lap 13. He made it Microsoft to. update. Yeah. Or I that guess they're all Google. Good. Google update on the yeah, steering there you go. wheel. 
Um, yeah, McLaren had a, a rough one. Lando was two laps down. Oscar was a quick DNF. Yeah. Not it good. Was a, it was a great time. A lot of fun. Uh, I went and read the Pirelli report. The fastest setup last year last year was a two-stopper going from uh, either you, using a combination of two hards and a soft. The only team that didn't do that was McLaren, and they used about every tire they possibly could because <laughs> they just continued <laughs> testing. <laughs> Um, so most of the teams started on a soft and then went hard hard um so we'll see you know a lot not a ton of uh track evolution here but you get a lot of varying temperatures that tends to add to the deg so i think we'll probably see something very similar this year we have the same exact tire lineup c1 through c3 so should be somewhat similar i think as yeah. far as strategies yeah we've got i mean the tracks basically the same three drs zones which you know i i think i'm i would be happy with one drs zone per race i think that the three is kind of a bit much three is a lot i kind of like the two i kind of like when you have the main straight and then you get like a switchback or a chicane going into another one like brazil last year with checo and uh yeah and fernando Alonzo. and lewis and fernando like when you you can there's so much strategy that goes into it when you have a drs to a drs um that can be a lot of fun the third drs zone is kind of like eh, okay all right we're, we're throwing another one in okay yeah um, yeah i remember a couple of years ago when the rate or when the season started and you had max and charlotte claire with the famous drs chicken yeah them locking up so they didn't go through the detection point first and all that that was that was funny to see because when the race first started, you could see him kind of doing it. And as the laps progressed, it got more and more aggressive to the point where it was almost just comical at one point. It was. They changed all of the DRS, DRS detection zones after that. They were like, okay, we're going to get rid of that strategy. <laughs> but uh, this is a good circuit, too. I mean, it's five and a half kilometers, a little over you know, three miles. It's a minute and 30 some odd second. Uh, quality last year was a 129. I think we're going to beat that this year. Carlos signs in, in preseason testing did a 129. So I think that we're going to have some faster Ooh. cars this year than last year. Uh, it's going to be fun. And also, we can't forget that this year is not the traditional weekend format because of Ramadan. Right. So we've got Thursday is going to be FP1, FP2. Friday is going to be Quali. And then Saturday is the actual GP. So make sure you set your calendars for that. Yeah, it'll be nice. I mean, Quali Friday, 10 a.m. Central Time race saturday 9 a.m central time so uh kind of get them knocked out first thing in the morning um so yeah should we uh should we get to predictions let's do the predictions i'm excited and so we're going to switch up the for no, not the format but we're going to switch up our predictions rules just a little bit this year so we're still going to do our poll our p1 p2 p3 and our wild card but this year we're going to make uh the wild card actually worth two points uh because it should be kind of you know something that's kind of wild so if it happens and you catch that then it should be worth more than just the regular prediction point so do you get we'll extra points if you sweep the whole prediction i'm okay with that i'm okay yeah. with doing a an extra point for sweeping the entire prediction okay all right so so establishing it now polls a point p1 p2 p3 is each a point wild card is two points so it's six total points. And if you get all six, you get a bonus for maximum of seven points. I think that's fair. You've earned it at that point. 
This is going to get really confusing when we have sprint weekends. Oh my God. The sprint weekend's <laughs> going to be ridiculous. And you wind up with like 20 points somehow. Yeah. Swing the whole thing. Okay. Who do you have on poll? All right. My poll for this year. I'm putting Charlotte Claire on poll. Ooh. He is. Charlotte Claire is awesome. We talked about it last time. In my opinion, he's one of the fastest single lap drivers on the grid right now. And I think that Ferrari is hot. And so I got Charlotte Claire going on pole. Hot on fire, some would say. Sometimes. Hopefully not that hot. <laughs> but there's a chance. It is a Ferrari. Don't forget. You're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> uh, I don't think they had a single fire last year, but he's still never going to live that uh, one down where Carlos Sainz hopped out of the car and it rolled backwards on fire into True. the gravel trap. Did it, didn't we have a Haas on fire last year at one point? Did we? Uh, oh, I can't remember what, for sure now. I, I don't know. Did. I have to look that up. Okay. Anyways. I agree. I think that Ferrari looks good. I think it's one of the best looking cars out there. I think Leclerc's got all the talent. Um, unfortunately, I just think that that Red Bull is in a league of its own and Max will cinch the the pole. Okay. Which you know that Red Bull. We've seen it. It is fast. I keep reading these speculations that they had their engine turned down and there's a lot more pace in that car, but it is still kind of largely untested, in my opinion, with the new design. Um, so I don't know how much of a gap. I'm excited to see how this weekend's going to play out because then we'll actually see how much of a legitimate gap there is, if any. You know, Max won by, I think, 12 seconds last week or last year, and that was against Sergio, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. So you got Max on pole. Max on pole. All right. P3. My P3, I'm going to go again with Charles Leclerc. Yeah, I am too. Because, <laughs> you know, he's good on that lap one, but his his pole to race victory con- conversion rate is not very good. And You I know who has a great Leclerc, to victor- Leclerc pole to victory rate? Probably Max Verstappen. Yeah, Max has a wonderful <laughs> 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 Max loves it when Leclerc's on pole. <laughs> Yeah, I've got Leclerc in P3 as well, uh, as long as he finishes the race. All right, so both of us. P2. I'm going to go with the minister, Checo Perez. I think he'll get in P2. I think he's going to start strong. Yeah, I've got the exact same lineup. Oh, no. I bet we're the same. (laughs) I bet we're the same on one. Yeah, Logan (laughs) Sargent. P1, of course. (laughs) All right, so P1, I have Max Verstappen. Yeah, I, I concur. He just doesn't miss, man. He doesn't make mistakes. He's so automatic. You know, I thought it was really interesting, total sidebar, but that that big, long interview that Alex Albon did um, was a lot of interesting points, but they talked about when you're driving in that car, they said that, you know, he was like, everyone says the car is set up for Max. And he was like, it's not really set up for Max. He's like, Max just, he was like, you know, you play computer games, you turn the sensitivity up to like 10. He's like, that car started the season at a 10 max got really comfortable that really fast and just kept upping the sensitivity of the car he's like and it gets really hard you know it's funny because it really i think while i think alex was saying a lot of it to say you know how hard it is to be in that second seat of red bull i think it was really highlighting how far ahead in driving talent and capability max is he said by the end of the season it was like the sensitivity turned up to 20. he was like it's just insane Um, yeah Checo, Checo just did a podcast, uh, came out last week, and he was talking about the same thing. They asked him, you know, what do you have to do to beat Max, and why is it that Max is so much faster? And he said that Max has a lot of talent, 
But the biggest thing about Max is he doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. So even though like you're coming out, you're still fast. After those first couple of races, when Checo started to fall off, he started making those mistakes. He lost it at that point because Max is automatic. He doesn't make mistakes. So if you're going to be challenging him, you have to be on that level of consistency as well. And that's almost unattainable for pretty much most everybody. I mean, that's what it's obtainable for the Lewis Hamiltons, the Fernando Alonso's, the, the you know, all of the multiple time world champions, um, the Kimi Raikkonen's, the I think you just have to be of that world champion caliber very quickly. Like we talk about it when uh, when the pressure gets turned on, it's not time to drive er- erratically because you're trying to make up time. It's time to put in just perfect laps. And yeah. you see that. You know, when Checo and Gasly and Albon, when the when the pressure got turned up to 11, the, the laps weren't perfect. There was a lot more yeah. mistakes as they felt it. You see the Lewis Hamiltons when he's hammer time, like it is yeah. perfect lap after perfect lap after perfect lap. Which hopefully we will get to see again this year. I don't Mercedes know. is looking good. So we don't, none of us have them on the, the top three, though. So well, hopefully. And on that, like, they're, they're the fast, the slowest cars in the speed traps in testing but they were also the slowest cars in the speed traps all last year and you know they still ended up very very high up in the constructors championship but everyone's like they're sandbagging but i don't i don't know it's a new car they're driving so yeah hey man all the cards are going to be out on the table this weekend so i'm excited all right on to the wild card for double the points got to be wild so now that we're doing the double the points we can't go with a safe wild card no they have to be wild so my my wild card is that we are going to have a racing bulls in the top five. In the top five. In the top five. That means there's only one other car after Leclerc, and then we're going to have either Danny or Yuki up there. That's pretty Damn, wild, bro. That is, uh, <laughs> so I have, I've got three wild cards written down. I still up to this point have not decided which one I want, but I think you just struck one for me. I had one of them as Danny Rick points. But I think you. I don't think blew. that's very wild. I don't think that's very <laughs> wild. Not anymore. My other two wild cards. You're not going to like this one. There's not going to be a McLaren in the top five. I don't. Like My that. other option is Max wins by 20 seconds. Oh damn! I, I hope for all of us that doesn't happen. But and, and I've gone back and forth. Do I say like? Max beats the next constructor. Like if Checo's 12 seconds behind him, like I think Max will be 20 seconds behind the next or in front of the next constructor. I don't know. Yours is wilder than all three of mine, though. If we look at last year, Max was 38 seconds ahead of (laughs) Fernando in in P3. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know how wild that is anymore. 25 seconds. I'm going to up mine to, to your, sh- you're not going to like this. There's not going to be a McLaren in the top six. Damn. I hope that that's wrong. I, I don't think that's going to happen, but I think it's pretty wild. So let's go with it. I hope, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I locked it in. No McLaren yeah. in the top six. Good. I'm still, even though I know I put in our predictions, I put McLaren as uh, P2 out of loyalty because there was close between them and Ferrari P4. I think that's, it's kind of, I didn't see a lot during testing. I mean, I think they're quick, but I don't know if they're like that elite level of quick. I hope maybe there's something that we were missing or maybe they were sandbagging a bit. Um, but yeah, I, I just, 
I'm Hopefully really interested better. in the uh, the direction they took the car. Almost everybody chased the RB19, except for Mercedes and McLaren. And Mercedes' setup is like, ooh, that's super interesting. McLaren's setup is like, it looks a little bit like your last year's car. Like, uh, I don't know. Are you, you might be as fast or faster than last year, but did you get out developed by the others? I yeah. don't know. We're going to see. Like if you're taking a step forward, but everybody else is two and three steps forward, it's not going to, not going to end well. And I think Ferrari took a big step forward, if not two. So yeah, for sure. Well, be- Hey man, we're going to find out real soon. Cause we got, we're doing this podcast on Wednesday. So tomorrow we got practice. And then again, Friday, quality Saturday, the race. I'm freaking pumped. I'm so excited for this. And I think it's a good time. Saturday, early or mid-morning. So I think it's going to be good. I'm excited. It's going to be so hard not to read into practice. It's like a continuation of testing. You can't. It's nothing's going to be real until quality. Yeah, for sure. Man, all right. Well, if you like this podcast, make sure and leave us a rating and a review. And I think that's going to be it for this one, Dylan. You got anything else? That's it. All right, well, join us back next week when we're here to talk about what happened during the race, see whose wild card was too wild to make any points, and uh, we'll see what else happened. But on that note, stay classy, America. We'll see you next time.